Are you just coping, not truly living, just doing what you have to do and not actually enjoying life like it's meant to be enjoyed? Or maybe it's even gotten to the point where you are so overwhelmed, you're just watching things pile up, not knowing how to get out of this or even where to begin. Depression is a horrible state to be in, whether it's medical and you're taking medication for it, or it's caused by the season of life you're in, or it started many seasons ago and it's just continuously gotten worse season by season and piled up. When you get to that point, you begin to just do what you can to cope, whatever it takes to just get through the day. I just need to get through today and we'll start over tomorrow, but then tomorrow becomes the same, the same as yesterday. But we don't want to just get through the day. We want to love life. Go to bed at night content and satisfied with how the day went and excited to wake up for the day to come. If you've gotten to this point in life, there is hope. There is a way out of it. Those exciting moments that are few and far between can grow. You can really love life again and say goodbye to depression. Let's dive into three of the ways to begin to get out of this depressed state and find a little more time to enjoy life. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Last episode, I talked about being destined for greatness. God has a calling on your life. When you can find time in your day, your week, your month to start living out that calling, you will feel more fulfilled and enjoy life so much more immensely. So how are we supposed to do that when our day is filled with feeding hungry kids, changing dirty diapers, trying to make sure we remember to eat and work, cleaning, homeschooling, helping kids with their homework, being a wife, a mom, some of us working, all the crazy amounts of things that go on with all those roles, and then some. Life is busy and can be really, truly overwhelming, which is one big thing that contributes to depression and anxiety but we can change that. By making time in your day through time management strategies, you will free up time that you had no idea you even had, and you'll be able to start exploring what God has called you to and say goodbye to depression. This topic is ongoing, but today will be a little more tactical, practical applications you put into place, and you can put them into place now. And next week will be a little more heart application. It's kind of twofold. You have to work on your heart, spirit, and mind. You have tactical steps to take in your outward life as well. So stick with me. Let's dive into the tactical steps that you can start taking today. And then we'll work a little more on that heart and mind aspect. So the first thing is to be intentional and plan. I put intentionality and planning together because they go hand in hand. 
It's difficult to be intentional with your time if you don't start with a plan. It's the unplanned, the end moment decisions that most often really kills all of our productivity. If you go into your day with intentionality, you won't be so thrown off when those in the moment detours hit. Good time management requires planning and conscious decision making. When you wake up in the morning, well, actually, let's go back to the start of the week, actually. When you plan your week, be intentional with where you put things. Think through what needs to get done, how long will it take, when it needs to be done by, and if you can get it done with kids around, or if you need to be in an uninterrupted space so you can focus for that task. So think through that. Then when you wake up that day, be intentional. Look over your planner. What's planned for the day? Do you foresee any hiccups that might arise? How will you handle those hiccups when they come? Have a plan in place so you're prepared because we know as moms, no matter how old your kids are, things are going to happen and it's going to put a wrench in our plans. There's no way around it, but we can be prepared to be able to swing through things. It's bound to happen when kids are in the picture. If you're intentional and planning for circumstances to not go exactly as planned, then you can be better prepared and not caught off guard when it does happen. We'll never know exactly what's going to happen to put a wrench in the day, but we do know something will happen and we can be prepared. Being intentional with how you'll spend your time will save you a lot of time. I know you might be thinking you don't have time to sit down and plan. Your day is so crazy. You have too many kids to plan for things because you never know what's going to happen. You just have way too much going on. That's all the more reason to make the time to make a plan. It will save some of that crazy if you go into it with a plan in place. Now, don't go overboard and make this whole detailed plan and expect things to go according to plan to a T, because it won't. Be prepared for things to start to go haywire. But they won't go haywire because you are going to have a plan in place to prevent that from happening. The whole purpose of the plan is to be prepared for the crazy to start, to know what's happening. Think through your plan with intentionality and adjust accordingly. When you have a plan in place, you have somewhere to steer towards instead of just letting the crazy take over. Living out your priorities, getting what you want done, and achieving your goals requires being intentional. And that means time management. Number two is don't be busy just to be busy. I want to remind some of you listening that might be wearing that mama crown of being busy and that hot mess mom because I'm so busy. And oftentimes that can be looked at as you're doing things right. But that's not true. Being busy doesn't mean you're being productive. You can be busy and still not make headway on anything. That's when intentionality comes in. It seems like these days, many moms wear that title of busy as a crown, something to be proud of, but it's not. If you're too busy, you often aren't as productive and you probably are not getting the quality time with your family. That's so important because you're just go, 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 go. And then when you are sitting with your family, you're so preoccupied with all the other things that you need to get done that you're not enjoying that time. So when you're planning out your month and your week and your day, don't try to squeeze as much as you can in there. Go back to the intentionality and be very intentional with what you put in your time blocks. Leave room for play. Leave room for spontaneity. Leave room for some rest. If you leave room for these things in your day, 
when you are working on your tasks, you're going to end up actually being more productive. I know it seems counterintuitive. I know, but it is true. Test it. Put it to the test. You're going to be shocked at how much more you actually get done when you are intentionally trying to not be busy. It doesn't make sense, but it is so true. I'm really busy in the sense that I have a lot going on. I have a lot on my plate, a lot of responsibilities, but I'm actually not busy. And when people ask me how my week went, I almost automatically go to that, oh, it was really busy. And I have to stop myself because it really wasn't busy. It was enjoyable. I'm really intentional with my time. I have small blocks throughout my day that are productive times. And the rest is intentional time with my kids. Now, when I'm in that intentional time with my kids, it's not all playtime. We definitely do have playtime and cuddle time, outside time, all the fun things interspersed in the day. But a lot of that intentional time is chores around the house. But we make it fun because we do it together. I don't go into it with a busy mind frame. This time is planned out for my day and we go into it with a have fun while we work mindset. And the kids are almost always involved. I have planned it and I know it's going to take longer to get all these things done because I'm not doing it on my own. I have little kids trying to help. So I'm not frantic at trying to get it all done and rushing because I know it's going to take longer. We take our time and we enjoy. I let James spray my homemade natural cleaning spray, even though it takes him 10 times as long to spray a counter than it does me. That's okay. I'm not looking at him ready to take the spray away and take over because we're in a time crunch and he's just going too slow. I'm not looking at the clock planning how we're going to get to the next thing on the list. I'm in the moment and I'm enjoying it because I have my time planned out and I didn't pack my schedule full. So just because you have a lot to do, a lot of hats that you wear, it doesn't mean that you have to wear the crown of being busy. Don't be proud to be busy. Be proud to be a little less busy and a little more intentional. The number three is priorities. Now you may be saying, but Jen, I have too much to get done and it's all important. I can't just not be busy. Being able to not wear the busy crown requires defining your priorities and choosing to put them first. What is your top priority? What is your second priority? What is your third priority? It requires being aware of how you spend your time and what those priorities are and where your time is spread out. I want to end today with you asking yourself these three questions. Get a pen and paper ready and really, really be honest with yourself. The first question is, how do you spend your time? What is all your time spent on? Some of you might actually need to pull up your phone under the settings and look at how much time you're spending on your phone. I know that might be hard for some of you to hear, but it's true. Sometimes we don't even realize how much time we're on our phones. So how do you spend your time? What are you doing? Is it on technology? Is it trying to frantically get all your tasks done in the day? Is it meaningless tasks or is it important tasks? The second question is what do you need to do and how long will it take? So this goes back to your priorities. What is it that you really, truly need to do? Like it's got to get done and you don't have a choice. How long will it take to get that done? And then this third question is, what are the top three things that have to get done today? I just want you to come up with three things. No more. Don't do any more. If you don't have three things, then 
Wonderful. That's even better. But most of you have more than three things. So I want you to take the top three things that have to get done that day. Cut it off at three. Do not go over three. If you have more than three, cross them off right now. Don't do it. Top three that have to get done that day. So why not more than three? If you have more than three things that you're like big things that you're expecting to get done, I'm not saying like a load of laundry and cooking dinner. I mean like extra tasks on top of your normal daily routines. What are those top three things? If you have any more, you're probably not going to get them done. And then you're going to be frantic at the end of the night. I didn't get all my stuff done. And then it's just going to pass on to tomorrow. When instead of trying to get it all done in one day, what can wait until tomorrow? And then that will be one of those top three tasks for tomorrow. How do you spend your time? Where does it all go? And when you go to bed at night, where was your focus that day? Were you playing catch up the whole day and spending your time trying to jump from one task to another with nothing to show for it? Were you just chasing your kids around the whole day because you didn't have a plan and you kind of let them end up taking over because you had no idea what you were doing? Or were you focused on electronics? Were you just busy doing random tasks all day without a plan? How was your time spent? Was it productive? Do you feel fulfilled? Most likely you aren't satisfied with the answer to those questions. So how does that change for the next day? Then you move on to question two. What do you need to do? How long will it take? When you sit down to plan out your time blocks, make sure you think through all the things that need to get done and assign a time frame to each and every single one. How long should that task take? If you aren't sure, make an educated guess and guess high. Like, oh, I think it might take 20 minutes, maybe maybe say 30 minutes. So you have a little leeway time there. That way, if it takes you longer to get it done, you have that allotted time for it. If you get it done faster, then you have some free time. Yay for free time. Place the time frame on that task and then move on to the next thing. When you have the time frames for each task, look to see where that task will fit in your time box. Next, ask yourself out of these tasks, what are those top three things that have to get done? You make those three the priority, then any extra time you have, you can get some other things done, or you can just take some time to enjoy. But you would know that by the end of the day, your main three most important things are complete. Now, at the end of the day, go back to question one. How do you spend your time? Has your answer changed? Are you more satisfied with the progress you made by the end of the day? Keep going through these questions each week. And after a few weeks of doing this consistently, you're going to find that you're actually more productive, which in turn leaves you more free time to enjoy your life. Now that you have some tactical ways to free up some more time in your day, you can begin to explore the things that make you feel fulfilled. What are your passions? What has God called you to do? If you don't know the answer to that, take some of this extra time that you freed up and begin to explore it. Spend some extra time in prayer. Ask God to show you his plan for your life. Since we have some of the tacticals in place, next week we're going to dive a little deeper into how you can explore a bit more to find that calling and feel more fulfilled in your life so you can actually dig yourself out of the depression and the anxiety and whatever fear may be taking over. I want you over the next few days to begin to implement these three tactical steps so that next week we can actually dive into what God has called you to do. I can't wait to talk with you next week, Mama. Enjoy your weekend. 
and make sure you put these three tips into practice. Love you, mama. As you explore this over the rest of the week and into the next week, and hopefully continuously without stopping, if you need any help or have any questions, feel free to send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com or come pop into the Facebook community for support at facebook.com slash groups slash restoredmama. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.